0: This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast, the podcast for Christian virtual assistants and the ministry leaders, business owners, and bloggers who hire them learn the tips, tricks, and advantages of working together. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Avant, and as promised, we are going to be talking about policies and procedures today. In fact, the entire month of March, if you've been listening, has been about paperwork for the virtual assistant. And I know that this is probably sounds like a snooze fest, (laughs) but some things are necessary in business. And one of those things is paperwork. So, Fortunately, we can do most of these things digitally now, so you don't actually have physical pieces of paper sitting in your office that you're doing this with, but you are creating the systems. You are creating the policies and procedures, and you are typing these out or having them in some sort of digital file to share with your clients and customers or potential clients and customers, like how we talked about the How I Work document last week. So... Policies and procedures. Hopefully, you have considered these and have something in place. But if not, even if you've been in business a while, it is a great time. There's no time like the present to s- establish policies and procedures and put them into place. So, I have what I consider or what I call an operations manual, and this is a part of my virtual assistant jumpstart kit. If you have um, ever been to my website and you've looked in the store, then you'll know that I have a virtual assistant jumpstart kit, super reasonably priced, downloadable, that will help you outline policies and procedures. So we're going to talk about what is in that operations manual. What are those policies and procedures that you need to have in place? One of the reasons that I have an operations manual is if I ever was where I could not do my business and I needed someone to step in for me, then this would help them to do that. And so I actually do have mine printed and in a notebook, but I also have it in my Google Drive for, you know, being able to share it with someone else. So that is something I do recommend. So my operations manual includes the following items. And I'm going to just list these so that you can take notes. And then I'm going to go back and explain each one. So Get ready, get your pen and paper. Okay, so the very first one, um, excuse me, is the basic company information. So that's like the name of your company, your EIN number, your bank account, your website, your mailing address, your phone number, all of those types of things. Then we have your description, your company description, the description of your ideal client, services, policies, and expenses. Monthly business expenses, tasks and procedures, client relation procedures, and we're going to break those down in a moment, and then um, marketing strategies. So mine turns out to be about 10 pages, um, something like that. And These are going to be the different breakdown of this. Okay. So we talked about basic company information. Um, your company description is like for me, for example, I have an LLC and kind of tell what you offer that sort of thing. The description of your ideal customer, I serve X by doing Y, you know, that sort of description. And then, what are the services that you offer? You can just create a bulleted list of services. What are your policies? Now, let's talk about policies. Policies can include your payment policy, your invoicing policy. Do you have um, a monthly retainer packages? Packages? Do you work um, quote only by quote package quoted packages? Do you have a certain number of hours, like ten hours for X amount of dollars, twenty hours for X amount of dollars? What is your rush policy, refund policy, um, email and correspondence? Do would you re, do you respond within twenty four to forty eight hours? Do you respond on the weekends? All of that. Where do you do your inquiries go? So kind of this is getting into the, and we'll talk about this further on in the podcast, getting into your your lead system. And then make a list of your monthly business expenses and the cost. And then make a list of tasks and procedures. So, for example, one of the things I just moved, um, and I'll have to be telling you more about this later, but I just moved from the project management system, Asana, to ClickUp. But in my in my project management system, I have a task list that's for my business personally. And under that task list, I have some standard operating procedures and those, um, include like how I schedule my social media, how I create my blog post, how I would go about setting up a new site, how I create content. And then I have three different types of task lists. I have a monthly task list, a daily task list, and a weekly task list. Because there are things that I do on a monthly, daily, and weekly basis. For example, let's start with monthly. On a monthly basis, basis, I update my business finances spreadsheet that basically includes what I made that month and all of the expenses. I um, balance and print my QuickBooks report that gives me a profit and loss statement. And that's for monthly. For weekly, I update a stats sheet for my business every Sunday night. Um, and that would be like a whole nother episode in itself about stats. And then for daily, I have something that I do daily, um, except for on Mondays, because Monday is a really busy work day for my clients. Um, and so I don't put any personal or business task on that day, but I have things that I do on Tuesdays, on Wednesdays, on Thursdays, and on Fridays for my business. So that is all listed there. And then I have the and I think I already said this one. I have the blog procedures like how I create a blog post because I have a specific way that I do that and I can share that with my team. And then I think that's all. Yeah, so that's everything under team admin as far as like, Pol- uh, not policies, uh, task and procedures of how I do certain things. Okay, so let's go back. We talked about tasks and procedures, scheduled tasks. Now, let's talk about, and this I'm going to just highlight because otherwise this would make this episode too long. But you want to have client relation procedures for your leads and new clients. So you want to have one for leads, one for new clients. So how do you go about getting a a lead and what process or steps do you walk them through? What do you do first, second, third? HoneyBook has helped me a lot with this. I will link to my HoneyBook. You can get 50% off HoneyBook using my link, but having a process for client lead strategy, as well as for onboarding my clients, which I believe I have an episode on that if you look back in the in the archives um, has really helped me. And then you want to have a marketing strategy. Where are you marketing? Are you in Facebook groups? Are you a part of a job board? Are you on Instagram? Are you sending out cold leads, you know, cold calls. Are you on LinkedIn? What is, where are you going to market? And again, there are other episodes about marketing yourself on social media, etc. But this should be a part of your policies and procedures about how you handle your business. So I have shared with you mine. And I also shared earlier in the podcast that I do have a virtual assistant jumpstart kit that has this as a template in it. So I do recommend that. It is very low cost. And I will link to it as well. So um, that is what we have for policies and procedures. We have one more episode in this month. Um, There's there's five weeks to this month. And in this episode, we will be talking about important pieces of a contract in the very last episode. So I hope that you'll be back to listen next week. Have a great week.